0: There must be a way of saving money, having one rule to building a a two-bedroom apartment in Upper Hutt and in Wadestown. There's got to be more that can be done or looked at to make us not only stronger, bigger, but give us a voice that is louder. I mean, a voice that can knock on the beehive's door and represent 500,000 people. Joining me to have a little chat about this is Porirua Mayor Anita Baker and Upper Hutt's Mayor Wayne Guppy. Good morning to you both. Morning. Morning, Nick. I'll start with you, Anita, because I know that you uh, have a positive thought towards it. Tell me how you think it could work.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think as long as we don't repeat those same mistakes that we did last time, because I was involved then as well, um, and it's about the local people having their voice and how their neighbourhoods are going to go. So for me, it's more about like the two huts. If they join together, they have adjoining waterways. They share the Hut River. Korirua and um, Wellington obviously share riverways and uh, sewage treatment plants. So we have those things in common. Our people from Korirua go to town. But more importantly, if we went to two councils instead of four, because I think it's a jump too far to go to one for the people, we all need to have the same rules. We have four different district plans. To register your dog in Poirier is totally different to everywhere else. To do a building consent or resource consent. They should all be the same for the whole region. So it's it's about that. We need to um, all have the same rules, but we still need to have our own individual voices from our neighbourhoods. I think that's the most
0: important thing. Wayne, I still feel that that's not enough. I feel it's got to be. I think it's the four. I think it's the big four. What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, look, I don't think the region can, can we can't hide from the fact that with the, the mood of this present uh, central government and with the forms of local government taking place looking at over the next couple of years, I don't think region has to have that discussion because i think the, the outcome of the of the local government reforms in the wellington region will definitely be looking at the structure of local government in the region and the one thing we all agree with we rely on one another in the wellington region and you know we one of us is not a, an island out on its own we need the city to be functioning we need and and, and you know we all have our if you like part of a jigsaw but the jigsaw needs to be in one place and, that discussion, and I know you were talking about it, it was five years ago, but I don't think now, without going through this local government reform at some stage, that that discussion is not going to take place again.
0: Does it have to be uh, a referendum, Wayne?
2: Uh, well, no, I think if uh, if the region decided that... Uh, I mean, the first the quickest way around would be what happened in Auckland, if, that, if that's what the government decides. I mean, if you go back five... Ten sorry, years. Ten years. Eight or was a was a very effective, um, you know, act of parliament. And bang, that was it. This is what will happen in ex, in, in the future. Um, certainly, from the point of view of, of, of any change, it'd have to be a, I think, a, a voluntary change with with the region saying that's what they want to go to, and then obviously going to central government to get to get some change. But uh, you know, if it comes out of the local government reform process. Um, will be, I suspect, will be quite clear, be black and white, and they will say, from a certain date, this is what's going to happen if the structural reform.
0: So, I just before I go back to Anita, I just want to get it clear that you think that it w- could work uh, with the four, the four big boys together. I think that I just, just let me say, sound out why I'm thinking this. I'm thinking, company is growing on its own exponentially, right? So we leave them, leave them on their own, doing their thing out there and you leave Wairapa alone to do they could they could do the same they could create a super super city I've got no super area uh, but the four in the basin come become one
2: look if you look at it if, you, if, if, if there's going to be major structural reform you don't dabble in it it's, uh, um, you know it's about you know the major reforms about actually making sure you get efficiencies and you're getting and, you, and you're getting some if you like firepower so you know I, I would think that you know, just dabbling in, 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 in amalgamating one or two or or not the, the if there was to be if you look at it in the future, I think it'll be it's powerhouse stuff and it will be more than just four.
0: You reckon it'd be more than four? I
2: think so. if that's the structural change would be I think would be uh, quite significant.
0: Anita, you said you're involved in the last uh, negotiation.
1: Um, And I think we're ready for four. I do think that we could do four, and I think the Wairapa should do the three, so they should become one over there and we should become four here. But I'm not sure, unless they do it properly, you know, we're doing government reforms with water, obviously. We've got local government reforms coming up in 2022 early. So if they mandate that, they may not, but we definitely have to talk about it and get people involved and get on board again, because as a region... There are too many of us, and we're all doing it differently. Yeah. It is uh, time
0: to change. Anita, because you were involved in it before, what I, when I did my little bit of research on this, or re- did a lot of research on and I thought about it, apparently the assets of, of the councils was the major stumbling block last time. Now if the three waters come in, that changes that, doesn't
1: it? it totally changes it. And councils just have to get the assets. It's people, are, all they want to be able to do is flush their toilets, get drinking water, and it's their rates. I just want to, don't want to keep increasing increasing increasing. So surely we can bring this down uh, by, by centralising things.
0: So if I was a developer, Anita, and I wanted mm. to build an apartment in uh, Porirua, is it exactly the same rules as it is in Upper Hutt,
1: Lower Hutt and Wellington? No, totally different. And that's the problem. We have rules everywhere. We all have different height boundaries and side boundaries and all those sorts of different, different things. It makes it really hard.
0: Could that happen though? Could that be? Would that be part of the deal? Would it be that all rules are the same?
1: It would Look, have I, to be, and so we all have district district plans. We would have to merge that and we have one, so that we all have the same rules. Much easier, you know. Even just the simple things of registering your dog is different, which is ridiculous.
0: Wayne, you're about to say something.
2: Yeah, but remember, one of the issues that that, that the region, the whole country is going to have to discuss and we're talking about the Wellington region, is the fact that we're talking about local government reform, we're talking about the three waters, that changes what councils do. But more importantly, when we start talking about what we can and can't do, is the RMA reform. It will immediately bring... I mean, the government's yes. talking about reducing it down to 14-district plans mm. to country.
1: And yes. And put climate change the on whole top of that will be covered is a
2: region. By, yeah. So so those, those again, those are looking to centralisation. So, you, you know, you're seeing you're going to have to have those discussions because it's going to happen whether you like it or not. It's it's coming, and it's coming quick.
0: Well, why don't we get on the front foot and do it ourselves?
2: Well, I think you'll find that the uh, reforms that central government are looking at doing is going to come quicker than, um, than mobilising the regions, to be quite honest, because the, the timeframes for some of these discussions, which will precipitate discussion about, OK, what do councils do and, and, and where's their future? But the timeframes are pretty quick with some of the changes that they want to make.
0: I'm still trying to work out, Wayne, whether I think you're for it or against it.
2: I mean, the, 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 the bottom line of it is, Nick, you cannot hide from the fact that we're going to be all forced to make and, and have a discussion uh, where the future is because it's going to come and the, the, the reforms, the local government reforms, and I said the RMA and the Three Waters going to put that on the table because.
0: Wayne, you know, I've known you for to too long. Can you just give me a yes or no? I'm worried.
2: Oh, look, the fact of the matter is, communities are going to have that <laughs> discussion. There is no way around it because. So,
0: so uh, is that a yes or is it a no? I've got to get this one, Wayne. Sorry, I'm. I'm have,
2: no, absolutely, we're going to have to have that discussion. So it's a yes. No question. So it's, it has to happen. The discussions have to take place because if it's not, it's going to be forced on us because changes are coming.
0: Anita, I got the feeling, and I don't, I don't want to be quoted on this, but I really got the feeling strongly that when, when I, my last session with Andy Fosser, the Mayor of Wellington in the studio is that he wasn't all that for it. But I don't want to be quoted on that, but I just asked him about it as a side thing and he just screwed up his face. He didn't say anything, but he screwed up his face, which gives it away a little bit.
1: Yes, I think we were there for that conversation when when he was asked that. <laughs> so um, you might like to ask him again. But I'm, I'm like Wayne, it is coming, and it's just a matter of taking our communities with us, making sure... When, when it happens or whatever changes happen, that our communities are involved and they still have their voices at a local level.
0: I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take a short break and come back. I've got two of our local mayors online, Wayne Guppy from Upper Hutt and Anita Baker from Porirua. Uh, we're talking about the idea of a super city. Uh, we're talking about amalgamation again. Uh, I think it's great to be talking about it. Uh, We'll be back in a couple of minutes. It is 18 minutes past 10. We're talking amalgamation of city councils on Wellington mornings. Uh, We've got Wayne Guppy, Mayor of Upper Hutt, and Anita Baker, Mayor of Porirua, uh, on the line and answering uh, and chatting about it. Really not answering too many questions, uh, chatting about it. But there's talk that Auckland has saved one percent $9 billion over the last decade and now are saving about $300 million a year Uh, Anita I'll start with you because you were involved in the last uh, negotiation what were the sort of numbers that they were talking about Wellington saving
1: I honestly couldn't give you the actual figures but in the long run it's all about creating efficiencies and reducing the duplication so that naturally saves money so obviously that's where it's heading
0: Okay, Wayne, your thoughts on the saving of the money?
1: Well, I mean, I mean that's sort of the,
2: the, the, the debate that goes on when, and people will be using. I mean, that's exactly what this, I would say the reform, um, local government reform will look at, saying so over the period of Auckland, what has happened? What have, what have they achieved? What haven't they achieved? Has it done what they wanted it to do? And will it work in other areas? I mean, those are the discussions that communities will want to know uh, if, um, if structural reform is, is part of that reform.
0: One of the th- comments that I uh, enjoyed is Auckland is now uh, one voice, a megaphone in central government's ear rather than a series of whispers. Uh, it speaks with one voice, when it did, which it did not before, and it's a lesson for Wellington. Anita, you're—you know that's what you're saying anyway, isn't
1: it? I totally agree. We've been told that uh, as a mayoral forum when we've been to government, if we spoke with one voice, we would be heard no better. So um, I, I do agree. One voice, one region, you get a lot more coming in rather than, you know, four or five or six or seven of us. So I think but it makes a huge difference.
2: Regardless of where we see, where it goes, Wellington has to speak as one. We cannot work and progress as a region. We are individuals and the jigsaw is broken up. So whatever happens, we need one voice. We need to be united in the Wellington region for the region to Prosper.
0: Wayne, how can we speed this up? How can we make this happen? Because uh, for me, I think it's just a logical decision to get our city back on track, our, our area back on It's not a city, it's an area back on track.
2: Well, At the moment it's about us mayors making sure that we take our councils and communities and knowing how important it is speaking as one voice. Because We have a responsibility as the mayors of the region to make sure, uh, and invariably what happens, and we've seen it in the past, not so much in the last couple of years in the past that uh, cities and mayors tend to cherry-pick. It's good for us. I'm into this, but if it's not quite go-good and someone else is going to win, I'm out of here. Can't happen. The region to progress, regardless of the discussion that takes place. One voice, we move forward. The whole region, we all win.
0: And how, what's your timing on this? What do you think? What's your gut telling you?
2: Oh, well, I think that it, from the point of view of the reforms that are taking place, the discussion will be within the next couple of years. No question about it.
0: Okay, Anita?
1: I totally agree. We'll have the local government reforms announced next year. We'll get another election in October next year. And then I think the discussion will be firmly on the table going forward about amalgamation and with our communities and what will happen. Yes, please.
0: Uh, Anita, thank you very much for all your help during the, the year. Merry Christmas to you and your Farno. I hope you have a really good one. Um, Merry Christmas to you. Wayne, uh, same to you. Merry Christmas to you and your whānau. I uh, hope you have a, a, a great break and a great time. Thanks for all your help during the show and all you both do for your your regions, your cities. Same
2: to you, same to you Nick. And thank can you. I just say, great to have you back on the radar because you've given Wellington a voice. And we know we, we worked hard to get it back, but we're now on the air and you're making a big contribution. So thanks very
0: much. Oh, uh, thanks, Wayne. Thanks for your kind words. Anita, thanks have a good one. All
1: your listeners. Okay.
0: Thank you. Okay, Anita Baker and Wayne Guppy, uh, two of our, I think we're lucky. I think we've got, I think we're lucky that we've got fantastic mayors uh, in, in our regions. I mean, Anita Baker really pushes hard for Pottidor, and Wayne Guppy's an absolute legend in uh, Upper Hutt, an absolute legend.